It's Gordon Duncan from Clyde One Super Scoreboard here You're about to listen to me bang on about Scottish football For the next hour and a half or so But before we get to that, let me remind you of this Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Golden Goals is absolutely flying now Well over £20,000 in the cash pot If you've not heard about this yet Where on earth have you been? Every time Celtic or Rangers score We're going to throw cash into the jackpot And one lucky person wins the lot At the end of the season You could do so much with this money It's enough for a deposit on a house You could buy yourself a brand new car Gordon DL. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to know What you would spend the money on mm-hmm. Mark Wilson You like the finer things in life You would make sure it went to good use Yes I'm absolutely sure However I think we're glad It wasn't around in your day Can you imagine every time Daniel Kuzan dragged you up and down that touchline Every whoa, time whoa, Kenny whoa, Miller whoa. out Jumped you at the back whoa, post Kerching Kerching yeah. Kerching It would have been But anyway If you want to win this huge cash prize Currently sitting over £20,000 then you have to enter that number That 20 grand Is going to go up and up and up Till the end of the season Now to get involved You need to text GOAL to 61025 So get your phone out Write the word GOAL G-O-A-L And send it to the number 61025 I'm proper patronising you With the instructions there It's like speaking to Hugh Keevans Working the Nokia Anyway Text cost £2 Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only And the terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com The lines close 6pm Saturday the 21st of May Which is Scottish Cup final day But don't hang around until then Just text GOAL to 61025 After the action It's your reaction 0141-951-1025 Clyde1 One, Super Scoreboard's open line what a breathless 90 plus minutes at Ibrooks, and it's gone the way of Celtic A 2-1 victory for Ange Postacoglu's men Mean they've got one hand on the championship title Because they've got a six point advantage As we approach the end of the campaign Six games to go And you have to say it is advantage to the east end of the city So pick up that phone and let us know what you made of it 0141 951 1025 In terms of the big picture is that the league over to both sets of fans? You can answer that one equally. Is that the league over? Is there any way back for Rangers from here? And what about the 90 minutes? What about Celtic's defensive performance? What about the goals that were scored? What about Rangers failing to build on that impressive start? What about all the crosses that were put in in the second half? There were a few moments as well. Maeda thought he should have had a penalty. Connor Goldson felt his shirt was pulled. There were a couple of other talking points in there as well. But when it's all said and done, it's Celtic who take the three points. And they could prove to be big three points indeed. So let's hear from you right now. 0141 951 1025. What are you anticipating, Hugh Evans, on the phones? Uh, what I'd like to think is that the Celtic supporters will come on and praise Ange Postacoglu and every player. I cannot do better than to say today was the ultimate vindication of Ange Postacoglu's philosophy. And his players carried out his philosophy uh, To their own physical detriment They ran themselves into the ground The looks on the faces of the Rangers players At time up Told me that they believe The league was lost today Celtic now have to show resolve Against St Johnston next Saturday It would be Criminal to pass up on what they have done today by dropping anything at home to St Johnston, the second bottom club. So Celtic simply have to maintain what they've been doing for most of the season and they have Rangers to come at Celtic Park after the split. But today, the ultimate vindication of Ange Postacoglu and it almost feels 
cheap to say Ange ball. It's not Ange ball. It was excellent football and the philosophy committed to attack. Right, let's dive straight in on the phones to both sets of fans. Let's hear from you. Is that the league over? Can Rangers come back from here? And what did you make of today? 01419511025. Stevie is a Celtic fan to kick things off. How are you feeling, Stevie? Sum it up. Well, I'm delighted. I have said, I've said it now for a couple of months, this would be, the deciding factor would be today. And I did say, Celtic win this today, league's over. League's over, guys. And you guys sitting there in the panel, you've all got to be honest now and tell me, do you honestly think the league's over? I, I certainly do. Tell the man, uh, Gordon Diel. 100% for me. 100%. 100%. Oh, I, I, I think, I, I just, I look at this Celtic side today and they showed me two sides of the game. They showed me a bit of character when they went one uh, down at Ibrox, Rangers momentum, get back into the game. They showed me in the second half that they can do the other side of the game. Their work rate is brilliant. Their defending was brilliant. And it come in the box. They were first to it. They were. I, I just thought the Celtic were excellent today. Six points plus the goal difference. You ain't coming back from that. Because I don't see Celtic losing that amount of points. So for me, and I, I think most of the Rangers fans, most of the Rangers players, mm. as you rightly said, I think they know it's over. Is it an efficient performance from Celtic, Mark? I'm looking at the stats that have just popped up on the screen. Celtic had 39 Percent possession Yeah When can you ever say that About this Celtic team They scored twice Their expected goals Was higher than Than Rangers So clearly what they did with it Was important But they didn't have a lot of the ball So it was a different Celtic today Yeah uh, We were chatting about it Before the game I think the average Possession stats for Celtic About 70% This season So it just goes to show you Where the victory came from It came from a different area That we've Or a different way That we've seen Celtic play Because it relied heavily on their back four to defend, defend the width of their goal. And that was it. The one they got out in closing down Rangers, Tavernier, Bassey crossing. They trusted their back line to keep Rangers out in that second 45. That's the most impressive thing for me. I've never seen that. League over. If Celtic don't win the league now, then it's an even bigger blow than losing 10 in a row and losing the league by 25 points to Rangers last season. That's how big it is now. I just cannot see Celtic slipping up. The way they play, you know, uh, the way that they've overwhelmed teams, this was their biggest test today and they showed that they could win in a different way. I'd, I'd find that amazing if they have to throw this away at this point. What pleased you most about today's performance, Stevie? The way Celtic played, uh, just what I was about to say to you was Celtic are a team that grind results out. They've went in there today knowing if they win that game, the league is basically theirs. And they went in there and played that game, as you say, 39% they had. 39% and they win a game. That tells me they've went into that game. They've known they've had to win that game. And the league was theirs. And they've ground the result out today. And what I'll say, lads, I said to you a few months ago, Celtic win the league. I'll give you £50 for cash for kids. I would like to make and say it to you right now, I'm quite happy to come in there sometime near the end of the season and I'll give you the £100 for cash for kids, lads. Stevie the bookie is <laughs> <laughs> paying out. Early doors, very generous. Um, so. Thank you, Stevie. Stevie. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Mark, the other guys say league is over. Gordon says 100%. That's how sure he is. Yeah. What about you? Well, look, I think the Celtic dressing room will be the exact same. Being in that position, you just never want to get ahead of yourself. You want to keep as professional as possible. Like, the Celtic players knew today if they won, then... 
it would take something almighty to topple them. I'm I'm the same, but look, while they're still how many points? Eighteen points to play for, and I, I know Rangers still uh, come to Celtic Park. Then there's there's still games that p- both teams can slip up and but like the again the way Celtic play, you couldn't see that happening at the minute, and the confidence they'll take from this. It'll be huge Yeah that was Stevie then A happy Celtic fan Reg is a Rangers fan From Calder Crooks Reg How would you sum up How it feels to be A Rangers fan tonight Absolutely unbelievable I'm sickened Geo should go Well you You have to put one, one bold statistic here I said it before the game he came into the job as manager with a six-point lead over Celtic. He now has a six-point deficit. That's a 12-point turnaround. That looks very bad for Giovanni Van Bronckers. But I don't think it's right to call for the manager to go. A man who's five games potentially away from winning a European trophy. Uh, it's a big blow for Rangers. But they, like Celtic, have to go on and play the remaining fixtures... They have to hope that Celtic somehow slip up They have now got to go to Celtic Park and win But I think it's premature and unfair mm. To say that Van Bronckhurst must but go But Hugh, you knew that this was a massive day for a Rangers manager yeah. you're, you've, you've summed it up there You're looking at a Celtic team We, I think Celtic fans at the beginning of the season Would have been delighted just to be near Rangers Maybe been a cup fight They've been absolutely brilliant. Yeah, uh, look at the difference in the, the bench today and everything. Rangers, I thought their transfer uh, window in January was poor, uh, as we've seen today, uh, apart from Ramsey, um, and he's hardly been used. Van Bronckhorst, for me, has been... I, I'm not shouting for him to go, but I think a lot of Rangers supporters will because of yeah. the anger tonight, because mm. they really had to win that game, Gordon. But the European scene seems to be the one that's... I'll say them. So, Reg, is the league definitely over for you? Oh, it's over. That's it no. And just done it No way back No way Not at all Where did it go wrong today? Oh Where did it go right? Aaron Ramsey One goal He played well for Five minutes All he done was score Apart from that The guy has been missing I mean Gordon Whether it's about him personally or not Certainly the, the Rangers' failure to capitalise on a dream start is a massive theme from today. It has to be. I I I, I know I know what Reggie's saying there about Ramsey. He gets his goal, and you think, oh, that's why he was brought to the club. The big sign and the big marquee sign and the money and everything. I agree, but do you know? I'm going to say that Aaron Ramsey. I felt for him today, Gordon, because he wasn't in the game at all. Aaron Ramsey needs a focal point as a, a number nine. I said it throughout the game Roof is not a back-to-goal player He can't do that job He can't do the Morelos job Ramsey, I was watching him off in, in, in the game He was making very, very good runs But unfortunately There was nothing to play off Because Roof is not that kind of player I felt for Roof today He wasn't seen He had a little half chance in the second half I just think the miss of Morelos was massive But I still think that today was all about Celtic showing a different side to their game. Their defending second half was absolutely brilliant. I mean, Reg is a Rangers fan, Mark. He's saying league's over, Geo out, all that sort of stuff. Today was such a big opportunity, wasn't it? The, well, home, uh, the home crowd. Yeah. Let's be honest, I know the disappointment of certain league games, but Rangers actually 
went into this They were feeling good about themselves Because of recent results And particularly in Europe And the bubble has been Well, well and truly burst If you listen to Reg Yeah, and you can see why I mean, I just wonder about the mentality Of the Rangers team You know, going to Celtic Park Crumbling pretty quickly Today, a different sort of a performance from them where they go ahead and they've got 50,000 Rangers fans behind them and that should galvanise you that should that should get you across the line but as soon as Celtic scored you could see the game change right away the players did not handle it well and then you could even go into the latter stages of the game and if you're talking about the manager then I suppose managers live and die with their decisions and you look at the substitutions where you really need a goal and he's got players on the bench who could perhaps come on and make a difference because Time and time again it was the same Out to Tavernier, out to Bassey Throw it in the box, throw it in the box And Carter Vickers and Starfield was on everything Maybe just change something up You've got Kamara sitting there on the bench Don't know about Sands coming on But even, you know, Diallo coming on He maybe worked something He didn't look at him, he made two changes And when you need big players to, to step up Ramsey, I mean, Reg is right He scores the goal but he was anonymous for a lot of that game I'm surprised that Kamara never come on the pitch I, I agree I, I look at the substitutions I thought it was hard because he needed a focal point he needed a forward but unfortunately he didn't have that luxury but Arebo probably had one of his poorest games in a Rangers trip today I thought he would at least said right Kamara who got a goal at Perth by going beyond being dangerous quality player but he never made that move You said earlier on Gordon about the, the hype that accompanied the arrival of Aaron Ramsey from Juventus. The hype has not been justified. And if we agree that Celtic have as good as won the title, the decision to bring Aaron Ramsey to Rangers has been a failure. 0141-951-1025. Thanks to Reg and Calder Crooks. Frank is a Celtic fan. Sum up your feelings at the moment, Frank. Cloud nine. Um, afternoon, gents. I am... Um probably millions of Celtic fans around the globe um, delighted I think what Ange Postecoglou has done I said to your producer to me he's had a bigger impact than Brendan Rodgers and that's saying something I know we're only eight months in but no Celtic fan at the start of the season with six games to go thought we'd be six points clear effectively seven points clear and sitting here um, as you can hear, hear pretty hoarse delighted thinking that the league is effectively won the job that Ange has done is phenomenal. The players, to a man, are a credit to their jersey. And that's the exact opposite of last season. Everybody says Celtic can't defend cross balls. They two centre-halves today were as good as I can remember. Going back to the Mialbi years when you had solid big centre-halves. They were brilliant. And everybody's talking about the failure of Rangers. Let's flip it on the head. Let's talk about the success of Celtic. They were outstanding. Outstanding. Cal Mack was captain marvellous. Everybody was nervous. And I was one after such an inspirational leader left the club in Scott Brown. Cal McGregor the day grabbed that game after six minutes, went in that run, and for me that turned the game. That was when the game flipped and Celtic took it to Rangers. Because Rangers, give them credit, first five minutes came out of traps. But Cal Mack's run, Tom Rogic, cool finish. From then on in, I thought Celtic bossed the game. I know we only 39% possession. Look at the chances we missed. Two Abadas. You would expect them to hit the target, particularly with the first one. Um, I still think it's a penalty in Mayeda. I think Celtic were absolutely outstanding today. And it's great to see Ange and that squad bringing the glory back to Celtic Park. It's all the more outstanding because they had such a nightmare beginning to the game. To go... 
Our goal down after three minutes It looked bad for Celtic But only for five minutes Because they then equalise And gradually grew into the game To the extent that I don't know about 39% possession But Celtic dominated the game For large parts The defence was outstanding And the whole day uh, Is testament to The way Mm. Ange Postacoglu Thinks about football Believes in his players To carry out his instructions And got his just reward I mean Frank Well they didn't dominate the ball There is no way of Spinning that It was a low percentage of possession But Frank's Digging a bit deeper In terms of you know What Celtic did with it Chance creation There there were chances in there He mentions the defence It seems like a good place to start Mark Because all they get really is criticism Mm -hmm. So what have you made of them? Well they were terrific Apart from that first five minutes They were terrific Now if you even analyse that It was obviously a tactic uh, Ange Postacoglu To tell his centre-halves To defend that width of the goal Because you can see Carter Vickers When Juranovic has got done from Kent He's not moving out of that area And Rangers picked the right pass At the right time And they got their rewards But apart from that That back four today Were terrific I mean they came under siege In the second half And I've been there at Ibrox I know how difficult that is when cross after cross is coming in and quite often I was on the, the receiving end where we capitulated but they seemed to get stronger as the game went on you know and it, it shows when Starfield goes down the cramp shows you the amount of effort that's that's put in that the amount of jumping and, and, and just getting a toe on things Greg Taylor just nicking it off Kent's toe when he breaks into the box so every one of them played their part in different ways and that's what you need that was a different way for Celtic to win Frank's right Flip it It wasn't just a defensive performance Because Celtic had chances at the other end That would have made it more comfortable For the back line I like the point that Frank made about Callum McGregor Um, Mm. Word this carefully So it's not come across as a criticism of Scott Brown Of course it's not How could it be given everything he won But They're clearly different types of, of characters And sometimes here in Scotland We're a bit set in our ways and we fall into the trap of thinking that captains need to go about grabbing people and, and shouting in people's faces. But sometimes, quiet guys like Callum McGregor can grab games by the scruff of the neck, make that one important run that lifts your team, gets your team back into it, and gives you the platform to go and win the game. Is, is that the type of leadership qualities you see from him this season? Yeah, that's what you need from your captain, especially in a massive game like today. He thrives on being the captain, Gordon. I think it's been... A terrific move to give him that responsibility. You're right, when we looked at who was going to be the captain, you're thinking McGregor's quite a quiet guy, might not be up to that task. He's been brilliant as a captain. I watched him uh, with about five, ten minutes to go. He was at his players, he was demanding more. But as a captain, the first and foremost thing you've got to do is you set the example by the way you play. And that drive and run... Uh, to create the first goal for Celtic and really bring them back into the game mm. because they were under pressure. That's what sets the tone of being a good captain, grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck and saying we need to get back into it. I thought McGregor played very well today as well. Some good points, well made, Frank. Thank you for taking the time. It's 01419511025, and we'll take more of your calls next. The games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here, but they all want to hear from you. What did you make of today's game? Where was it won and lost? And is that the title over? 01419511025. On a day like this, everything else 
Comes into the equation as well The role, the position of the managers The recruitment, the strategy of the clubs It's all there on a day like this Because this is about much more Than just 90 minutes when these sides meet It was Celtic who are victorious at Ibrox Let's get the thoughts of James in Airdrie And sum up how you're feeling As a happy Celtic fan tonight James How you doing boys, alright? Good thank you I just want to see what the panel thought About the day's result, is it over? Because personally I, I think I think it's over and I want to say a big word of congratulations to Ange Postecoglou because when he first came in, everybody never knew who he was. There was all the talk about sacked by Christmas, who is this? But but one phrase that sticks out is trust the process. And that's what the Celtic fans have done. We've trusted the process and we're reaping the rewards. And that's why I say it's a vindication of uh, a man's philosophy. He trusted in the process. The fans now trust in the process. Uh, for Ange Postacoglu This is a Tremendous day What Celtic have to do now Is keep calm Because for every one of us James included Who says that, that's it The league's done The Celtic players have to close their minds off to that And Ange Postacoglu Has to advise them to close their minds To that they have to go against St Johnston next Saturday at Celtic Park and they have to approach it in the same way they approach Rangers today. And they have to make sure because not to win the league now when you are, because of goal difference, effectively seven points clear with six games to play, not to win the league now would be mm. one of the greatest acts of folly in the club's history. They have worked hard to get themselves into this position they have six games in which to maintain their concentration and then they will be champions. Is that the challenge now for Ange Postacoglu, Mark, to keep these Celtic players hungry and focused? They are forever sharing his clips on social media talking about how they never stop. That that obviously has to be the case because I know six points with goal advantage sounds good to us and it's easy for us to say, ah, it's over. They play Rangers again. Rangers... Might win Yes granted that they didn't today And they didn't in the last game Rangers might win that You're talking about three points th- mm. Thereafter So I know In our World of small margins This feels massive But he can't let his players Take no, the eye off the ball can You're he? right Hugh makes a good point You know They need to keep focused So they can enjoy their Evening tonight And they deserve to enjoy Their evening tonight But tomorrow Attention <coughs> has got to turn To the game on Saturday At home And we've seen At certain times this season that you know at home it's it's not always a given that you go and beat teams three and four nil, so he needs the performance on Saturday and he needs it every week and these players I believe he's he's got the right blend in that squad to be professional enough and to handle that expectation because sometimes that's the hardest bit actually getting over the line it's great putting yourself in the position and we'll all agree that it will be something extraordinary if Celtic don't win the league at this point but it's getting to that game where you tick it off. And it's math- mathematically impossible for Rangers to catch him Is where Postacoglu has to get his side to Did you ever doubt the manager James Or were you always a, a fan from the start? No I, Like everybody else I, I didn't know too much about him But given, he, given his track record he, He's a winner First and foremost he's a winner And as the months went on And you learned a wee bit about him His interviews, the way he comes across The way he puts his philosophies across I, I just thought He's a guy for me He'll do for me Well he's certainly going to be happy tonight I'm sure Ange Postacoglu Victorious At Ibrox We are about to hear the thoughts Of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst As well So stick around for them Matt is a Rangers fan Thank you to James How are you feeling after that Matt? 
look, I'm disappointed in two ways. One, I've got to ban Matthew, my son, again from my house because Celtic won the day night and won the league. Oh, you got right. split allegiances in the family. Oh, I banned him for years and years and Celtic won nine in a row and they get back and they won the league loser again. <laughs> <laughs> He's had one, one year of seeing his son again and now he's back on. Um, right, family rivalries aside, Matt. Sum it all up from a Rangers perspective now, the way you're feeling. Play, uh, first of all, they're playing at Ibrox, right? They've got two holding midfield players, right? I can't see why they don't play uh, the boy Kamara, who gives you 110%. Joe Aribo, start the season brilliant. He goes to the African uh, League, uh, Cup of Nations, and he's no kick to the ball since he's come back. I, I just thought the set up the day, it reminded me when Rangers played Celtic years ago at Parkhead score a goal, get the lead, and hold it out, and that's what Celtic done. Celtic done a job on Rangers today. I'm really I'm disappointed and plus the two Bob Rocket first Rangers I thought come on weren't ready the manager what, what reaction is that come on they're in the, the Europa League still alright to me I'm not going to say this but I hate saying this to me it's going to be a tough tough task for Rangers to win the league they've got Celtic in the seventh round the Scottish Cup if they can't win the league they need to stop Celtic winning the pebble but I thought the team selection see the tricks Ryan Kent Alan Ramsey tricks are for circus performers no, that an old firm game. Really, really disappointed. Really disappointed. Yeah, I, I said earlier that if you're going to win games like this and important games, your big players have got to step up to the mark today. And Aribo was one of them. I totally agree with Matt. Uh, I think he's been in brilliant form. But today, I thought he's as poor as I've seen him in a Rangers strip. I was surprised that. He never brought Kamara on the pitch at some point because they were desperate to get back into this game. Kamara is a quality player. Um, I think Kent floated in and out the game um, when you're looking at big players like him to really stamp their authority. But I think it was all down to the fact that Celtic, I just think Celtic got everything right today. I really did. I, I thought that they get back into the game at the right time with McGregor and obviously getting that goal. Um, they went in at half time 2-1 And then the Sister Rangers Come and break us down eh? And Hartman They defend it brilliantly Create a few chances Yeah I think um, You can look back On the team selection I think most people Before the game Would go That's okay That's fine Ramsey or Kamara Was a big question mark Ramsey scores after Two and a half minutes You think The manager's You know Wonderful Because he's got that selection Right then obviously he floated out the game. I just thought the day belonged to Celtic. What do you make of Matt's criticism of Joe Rebo, for instance? I think he threw Ryan Kent into that as well. Do the Rangers need more from their creative types oh, at the with, moment? Without a doubt. Now, we had the conversation yesterday where I was saying that Rangers fans, I think, would want more from Kent because he's numbers. And I'd, I still stand by that. But in terms of performance levels, he's just been too unpredictable this season. You know, in the European games, outstanding. Domestically, he goes missing. Now, he was in it for three minutes where he spun and made that good run, but as bad as he's passed, it puts him in and he, he cuts it back, fine. Apart from that, didn't he really want to take anyone on? Chose the easy option loads of times. At least we have Rebo on the other side. Rebo tried things, but he, he just had a poor afternoon. Uh, and Matt makes a good point that after the, he came back from international duty in January, was at the end of January, for the game... Against Celtic at Celtic Park Everybody thought If Arebo's back He's going to be the difference And from then he's right He's not performed So Rangers need better in the final third So um, Matt 
All the callers so far have said the league is over All the pundits have agreed You, you don't seem quite so sure I think you said it would be difficult You're not giving up hope just yet what are you saying that? Because Matthew's going to phone me in a minute and say the league's ours. I can't even say that. <laughs> the league's done, am I? <laughs> no, but I've been in the situation before. Rangers will need to beat Celtic at Park Speed. They need to maybe Hearts take three points. That's only six. I've got 14 goals. I can't see Celtic losing to about seven, nine, seven or nine points and Rangers win every game. It's down to the Scottish Cup. That's right. And then you stop Celtic doing the, the treble and that's it. And best of luck to them. <laughs> well, I'll leave you to sort out your family troubles. That was Matt uh, in Polico one four one nine five one one zero two five from the disappointed half of the city. We'll go to the happy half in a minute, but let's hear from the Rangers manager. So, Rangers fans, listen carefully and let us know how you feel about this explanation. Is this the way you see it? Would you have come up with some different answers? This is Giovanni van Bronker speaking to Skype. Oh, very tough, of course, because um, you know we wanted to win this game. We started really well, but you know, obviously, when you when you lose this game, it's uh, it's a big disappointment. We started well, the way we wanted, score uh, an early goal, and uh, well, it is to give you confidence and to um, you know to uh, to get in the game. I think we started really well, but I think the one-one it was um, you know, of course, a big blow. I mean, because we were playing so well in the first uh, attack they had, uh, they scored so that. Um, that was tough to take. Also, the second goal we had in the in the first half against us. Uh, second half, we we tried to push and, and tried to create chances. I think we played almost the whole second half in their half. But uh, you always know, you know, with the transition moment, it will be dangerous. But you know, we also created some um, some good chances to get the equalizer. But in the end, uh, we failed. We are uh, two teams uh, fighting for the championship, and then when you lose against your direct uh, opponent, you know, uh, for the race, you make it more difficult. You know, it's not over, but you know, this result makes it more difficult for us. It's not over, but this result makes it more difficult for us. Yeah, um, he sounded to me like a man who was distracted, who knew the significance of the occasion and the significance of the final result. Uh, he's got to say it's not over Because if he says anything other than that It really will be out on his ear um, But he sounded to me like a man who Understood the importance of what happened today I don't agree with him when he said They created good chances to to, to get equal I don't think they did I think the best chance maybe was Sakala Joe Hart had one good save in the second half That's, that's about it The rest were, and were crosses it's a, it's a shot through a ruck of bodies yeah. It's yeah. not like So know. they didn't cut Celtic open at any time They were predictable They threw things into the box They they hoped that Roof would get on the end Or something And he eventually got on the end um, Maybe two uh, And put them over and wide But they didn't create any good chances And that's where I go back to What's sitting on the bench You know it's, it's up to a manager To see that happening and continue to see it happening And then just keep hoping that something will happen Sometimes you've got to change it And if that's five minutes I mean we had five minutes stoppage time So you put somebody on in 85 minutes Still got ten minutes to to try a different approach And he didn't, he, he didn't do that And Rangers didn't create hardly anything Plenty of possession No real chances Sean Gordon, where I'll stick up for the Rangers manager And I know what Mark's saying about change I don't think he had a lot of game changers Sitting on the bench Yeah but why not then You know because they, And we could probably Extend the show for this mm-hmm. 
Why is Ahmad Diallo not a game changer? Can you trust Alec Lowry to come into these? You know, these are the types of questions that Rangers fans well, are asking. Granted, Morelos and Hadji are injured. Get that. But yeah. You know, so is Kyogo. I think I think it tells you that the Rangers manager doesn't trust them to go on and, and be game changers. Um, because you're right. If if you're looking at a situation, Mark summed up perfectly there. Joe Hart had one good save in the second half from Sakala. The rest Celtic just basically said to Rangers two wide guys Go and throw the ball in the box We'll defend it It won't be a problem um, But I just think looking at the bench And the options he had The only one I was disappointed Didn't, didn't come on the park Could have made a, a difference mm. Is Kamara Two and things I, Two things put Giovanni Van Bronckhorst under pressure One is the fact that he came With a six point lead over Celtic which has now turned into a six-point deficit, effectively seven-point deficit because of a goal difference. That's a hefty turnaround for a manager to have to live with. Secondly, his January transfer window, in retrospect, will be seen as a failure. Aaron Ramsey, failure. Diallo, failure. James Sands, well, what did you expect of him? So the January transfer window... Has been bad for Rangers uh, Let's bring in Paul Who's a Celtic fan Where was that Won and lost today Paul? Uh, <laughs> well I thought after the first couple of minutes Gordon That it was going to be Storybook time for Rangers Aaron Ramsey uh, And all of that And I, I, I could see the. I, I tried to go on during the week To say that I was worried about Celtic's lack of experience At, at a full Ibrox And if you look at that team And again You know uh, A lot of debutants on it A lot of guys have only played in the first uh, Glasgow Derby and really um, you know that that could have been I mean McGregor's run forward uh, to use a Martin O'Neill word galvanised the, the team was just incredible but um, I just want to make a general point I could go on all day but mm-hmm. I've been on a couple of times I've been on a, a lot all season I spoke to Kenny Miller I spoke to Hugh about the squad differences in the squad even before the January transfer windows I mean the asset test for me my, my late brother used to say if you saw a Rangers player and a Celtic shot, you know, would they get into our team? And if you look at the, I mean, you're rhyming off names like Diallo, Sands, Sakala, Lundstrom, the hype around these players is unbelievable. And had Celtic signed them another way, it would have been total reverse, no pedigree whatsoever. And, and you know, I, I, I just can't believe the narrative at times, uh, far less the, the, the negative comments about. About um, Ange Postecoglou, but more about you know ordinary. I mean, Kenny Miller was like, well, the, the squad depth's unquestionable. Where is the depth? Mark Wilson's just mentioned it. Where is the squad depth at, at, at Rangers compared to what Celtic have now? Well, you're right. When Celtic, as the seasons went along, it certainly improved. That it's improved in a, a number of ways. People coming back from long-term injuries and getting up to fitness in the January transfer window that Hugh just mentioned there where Celtic bolstered their squad. Rangers squad did look stronger before the January window. Just from players who had been at the club last year, who had won the league, who had went on this journey, albeit with a different manager now. And that's why it looks stronger. Now, Paul's saying there about the, the depth today, you look at the bench, there is, there is still quality there for Rangers. I mean, Davis yeah, it's is pr- it's old, pretty easy older. For, you know, and to be fair, Paul's saying he's been saying it all along, and, and he'll feel vindicated. But this is a Rangers team that obviously won the league last season, has gone deep into Europe. So you would still look at the bench and look at the absentees of Morelos and Hadji and bring in Arfield and Davis and Halander, yeah. and, and just consider that to be a deep squad. Now, of course, Paul 
Opinion is strengthened today Because Celtic have gone Six points clear But um, There can be other reasons For that uh, uh, Over and above Lack of squad depth Well just uh, You have to look at Where players are At this particular point In the season In terms of Their performances So Celtic squad Looks Really strong just now It is really strong It doesn't look It is really strong And Turnbull coming back And Kyogo coming back Obviously bolsters that Because their players Are playing to such a high standard I mentioned before the game About Rangers defensively uh, How there's holes there And the standard That they've been at this season I think it's dropped I think even the players That are on the bench mm. Are on the bench for a reason Like Davis I know he's older But he's on the bench for a reason you know, Arfield On the bench for a reason Their performance levels have dropped And that's maybe where you get the comparison that Paul is making at this minute You've won them over Paul, thank you I didn't realise we were so late for this We are going to take a breather and take more of your calls next After they play You have your say 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon Diel All here and all keen to hear your thoughts On today's game at Ibrooks, Which saw Celtic win and move six points clear at the top of the Premiership. Let's see what William, the Rangers fan, made of it. William, how, how would you sum up your feelings after that? Hi, hello, Gordon. Is it Mark and... Yeah, Gordon and you, yep. Yeah. Uh, I've got to salute... First of all, I'm not a bitter Rangers fan. I've got to salute the Celtic defence, right? They won, they won Celtic that game today, right? They were absolutely brilliant, right? Uh, Rangers played with ten men, with Joe Rebo. Dazza was right with that one. His first touch, he, he, he didn't want to take MD on it. When he got the ball, he received it, he was moving it. Uh, but Mark Wilson, I've got to pick him up, right? I knew he'd be disingenuous to, to Rangers anyway, right? Uh, he's got uh, Carter Vickers and uh, who is it? Starfield with Yusuf Haran and Johan uh, Malbin. He, he couldn't make that up. Last week he said uh, Gareth Bale was past his best. How did that turn out for you, Mark? No, I mean... But I think it was the previous caller, the William, that uh, said William, that, that, that the defenders were like Mialbi and Valharan. It wasn't Mark. Well, well, I do apologise if that's the case. <laughs> All right, William, no worries. Apology accepted. Yeah, but uh, I Celtic, Celtic Rangers. I don't think Rangers played poorly, right? The pummel Celtic second half. Celtic's goals, right? They got their goals were good. They got the break of the ball. And got, Rangers, um, team crosses into the ball second half. Never got the break of the ball. Never fell to a player. Starfield and Vickers They were absolutely brilliant for Celtic you, 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 you have to hold your hands up They were brilliant no? I mean, Almost like uh, Mialbi in Valharan <laughs> Very good <laughs> <laughs> Does that yeah, I mean you're right William Rangers do put a lot of crosses in And you know you're saying Never got the break of the ball Does the onus not fall on Rangers To do something different then And try something different You're talking about the number of crosses Rangers put in and you said they didn't get the break of the ball so I'm asking is the onus on Rangers to try something different and maybe try and mix it up a bit? Uh, well, that's where you were missing my else and that. And somebody made a Diallo point today and no, I wouldn't have had one today. He's no. He, like Hugh said, he's a failure. Ramsey, Ramsey was brilliant for five minutes a day, wasn't he? You can say he was a failure again, know what I mean? But well, that, that was the point, to be fair. That wasn't me saying Diallo's great, why haven't you brought him on? It's more... Why is he not? Why is he not an option to bring on? But anyway, yeah. um, sometimes you have to make your own work in this game. You know, Celtic go back to the thirty-nine percent possession stat. Uh, Celtic have made the most of that, and they were unfortunate not to go beyond two-one. Abadas had a magnificent chance for for three-one. Uh, so 
I'm very much afraid, William, that you know you just weren't up to it on the day, and that's the end of story. Yeah, on Rangers' sort of tactics, if you like, Gordon, the number of crosses is that something that they they did need to vary at times because it it, it became quite clear. Now, of course, eventually you might get the break of the ball, as William says, but it became mm-hmm. fairly clear that Celtic were comfortable enough with that. I was a bit surprised with the amount of possession they got in the wide areas. The the quality wasn't better because you're used to Tavernier, the captain, on the right hand side, whipping great balls, and I think he put. One or two in the second half But the tactics for Celtic were basically Go and then put it in the box And we'll, we'll defend it And Starfelt and, and Carter Vickers were absolutely brilliant We were looking at Starfelt for instance Even when the Tavernier or Kentman by a full back He never moved out that spot The front post He didn't go and engage on the, the winger He decided to stay I thought first half Positionally he was getting dragged all over the place Second half Postacoglu must have had a word With his two centre-halves And said look Stay centre Defend the width of your goal And then we'll take it for there I thought Rangers had plenty of possession But I don't think they used it And then they started running For me out of mm. ideas Anyway back in the title race William No that's it bye It's done It's done says William Thank you Let's bring in Grant Who's a Rangers fan Are you as Pessimistic Grant Can you see any glimmer of hope Oh I'm devastated The game Toe to toe The two teams went for it When When that goal went in Ramsey Two minutes I'm thinking That's us The game's ours But no They lost the ball They lost the game And they tried And they tried And they just couldn't get The delivery I'm devastated That's the league That's it It's over That crucial period After Aaron Ramsey scores You know Rangers Looked like they could build on it yeah. But ultimately didn't I mean what did they lead last five minutes yeah, That's a problem isn't it But within that five minutes Rangers were firmly on top You remember the one Tavernier Flashes across the front And Kent almost gets his toe in it That would have made it 2-0 And Celtic kind of rode their luck For a wee bit Looked shell-shocked But when the goal came When Van Bronker sits down To analyse the goals against Like all managers do The, the first goal I think he'll be furious with Because McGregor You know Grabs the ball and he takes it by the scruff of the neck, of course, and he goes in that run. But there's a couple of occasions that Bassey can do better. Bassey allows him to dive inside him with the ball instead of allowing him to go outside and then win the cutback. And then Bassey's slow to react to Rogic, Tavernier slow to come in. So there's so much wrong with that. And that affected Rangers. After that, then Celtic slowly got into the game and took it to Rangers. And that'll be the disappointing thing because Grant's on the line there. I think every Rangers fan in that stadium would have thought, this is going to be. The exact same as we experienced at Celtic Park You know that we were going to overrun um, Celtic on that given day But just mentally That goal at that time just affected them They couldn't recover Do you blame the manager for any of this Grant? He's got to go He's got to go Even though he's in the last stages of the Europa League? Look, Europa League's a carrot But the main course is the league title and it's over. Well, the the swing doesn't look good to you. I don't no. think there's any way of defending that 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 type of of swing. You're back to that classic argument of what do you prefer? A European trophy after fifty years? A European trophy? Unbelievable for a Scottish club. However, to Grant and to many Rangers supporters, this is unacceptable. 
To have a six point lead Over Celtic When you take the job And today To have a six point deficit A 12 point swing That's just not acceptable To Rangers supporters So Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Has played here He knows the city He knows how it works A lot of Rangers supporters Will be deeply unhappy With him And will ignore The European factor yeah, where, where I think the, the pressure's going to come on I think even the Rangers fans are on saying the league's over So I think we can agree on that Unless there's a, a major miracle that happens But you're looking at a Celtic team that I don't think any of us thought that they would be anywhere near winning the league They've won the League Cup This is a team that's got a chance to win the treble Van Bronckhorst walked into a, a really good squad Let's not be kidded here Postacoglu's had to rebuild from scratch mm. His transfer uh, windows Have been brilliant He's all Every player I mean, he's, he's, he's been backed To be fair But then yeah, but He had to be Didn't he Given yeah, the, the position 100% But his players He's brought in Gordon Have all contributed In a massive way You flip that coin To Rangers Van Bronckhorst Has brought in players there That Have not contributed At all Aaron Ramsey Had five minutes today Now I'll get back And I'll defend Aaron Ramsey A little bit I think that he had the wrong centre forward to influence the game. He was making run after run after run. You've got to have a vocal point to play the balls in for his timing of the runs. I.e. he didn't get involved because Roof is not that kind of player. But Ramsey has to influence the game by himself. You've said that a few times about the centre forward. He is a top player. He's got to but, take but, that game by the scruff but, of the neck. But Ramsey was there to play off the, the centre forward today, Mark. And if your centre forward can't take the ball in And bring Ramsey into play Then I'm sorry I don't care how good a player you are You're not going to influence the game If we're talking about statistics and points Swings and all the rest of it I think it's important to note That in 2022 Rangers have played 12 league games uh-huh. And they've won 6 Yeah, A 50% win record as Celtic or Rangers manager And I know that's you know a snapshot of Recent games But it's still 12 It's still a fairly decent sample size And they've won 50% of them Hugh That That's quite simply not title winning form That's why we've got this deficit And strangely Ibrooks plays a big part in it Celtic have won there today First time since 2019 Aberdeen get a draw there Hearts get a draw there Motherwell get a draw there Uh, Ibrooks has Been a large part of Rangers undoing yeah, have to agree with that. Um, we said at the winter break, however you come out of that winter break is crucial, and it's proved over the last couple of years. You even go back to last year when Celtic come back and all the all sorts were going on at the club at that time, and Rangers were the opposite. And when Rangers was at Petodre, did Rangers go to after the the winter break mm-hmm. away and they dropped points right away, and Celtic hit the ground running, and from that point on. That's where the swing has started to happen Rangers have obviously been affected They've never really recovered or got their form back And when it gets to this stage It, it certainly catches up with you in caution in, in our world of bragging rights In our claustrophobic world here Grant is on And he's devastated by what's happened to Rangers today In the domestic competition And he can't be bothered Thinking about Braga on Thursday night And the remainder of the Europa League Other side of the city Celtic have gone out of three European competitions in one season. Fans don't care. You've got to ask yourself the reason why, Hugh. You, you, everybody talks about Rangers in Europe, and you can't deny they've been brilliant. Really have. At Ibrooks especially. They're big, big games. But when the big game come around today, 
they were found wanting for yeah, of me. Of course. Mm. And yeah. they've got another big one coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, thank you, Grant. Let's bring in Brendan, who is a Celtic fan. What's on your mind after that, Brendan? Hi, guys. How are we doing? How are we doing? Good, thanks. Um, got a couple of points. The uh, first point is I'd like to talk about Callum McGregor and his transition into the club captain. His role that he's played this season, it's just been unbelievable. The guy has just been fantastic, you know, and, and he's played a massive, massive part in what, what we're about to, to enjoy. You know, so. How impressed have you been with him, Brendan? Is, is there a case, because we, we, we dipped our toe in this debate a couple of weeks ago, you know, Jota's get headlines in Kyogo and so on. Is there a case to say that he's Celtic's player of the year just because of the consistency? Um, there's a few, but I think the consistency is the word you've you're, you're just used there, Gordon, is, is what, what's, what's the correct sort of thing to pick up for. Um, I can remember Callum played in a game, I can't remember who the team was, it was under Rodgers, and it was an away game in, in Germany, and we kind of needed a goal to bring us back in, you know, and he, and he missed a, a, a really, really good opportunity. And a lot of Celtic fans at the time, I'd probably include myself in it, wrote him off and thought, nah, he's, he's just not going to make it. Uh, it would be about four or five years ago But my goodness That guy has just What a what a player he is What an important player He's run for the, the equalising goal It's just almost if we thought We would have, we did have a shaky start There's no denying we had a shaky start He grabbed he did, so I'm going to, have to grab this game With a scruff and neck and, and he just Grabbed that ball Went on that run Just persisted And the, the equaliser was the, the end result of it So um, what, what, makes, what makes Callum McGregor More impressive for me when you got to the end of last season, Brendan, uh, Rangers have won the league by 25 points. Neil Lennon's been removed. Uh, all is turmoil. Edward wants out of the club and goes. Ryan Christie wants out of the club and goes. And at that point, I thought, I wonder if Callum McGregor feels, you know, I, I've, I've done my very best for Celtic and I've won an awful lot, a quadruple treble. I wonder if it's time for me to go because everyone knows that Brendan Rodgers at Leicester City uh, was looking at him and wanting to take him there. But Callum McGregor wanted to be at Celtic, wanted to be the captain, wanted to see if he could help inspire the turnaround from a disaster of a season. And he has done that and he has been a captain in a different way to Scott Brown but nonetheless impressive. So... Callum McGregor tonight can give himself a clap on the back because he deserves it. You're right to mention that, Hugh. You imagine Callum McGregor at the start of the season sitting in that dressing room, a new manager um, has just come in. You don't know what to expect from him or what his ideas are going to be. You look around at the players and you think of the players that you've played with over the past four years and uh, with so much success and you think, you know, how's this going to go? And he's, he's turned that around today It was terrific again I know you had a second point Brendan And I am running very late So if you can make it quick That would be ideal Hey Hugh Please don't take this as a criticism you know, No I'm please not, do not, That's much more fun No 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 no. Listen Hugh Hugh's, I've spoke to Hugh On a number of occasions And different things You know and I respect Hugh um, the, Hugh you said at the time That Van Bronckhorst was an upgrade And Stephen Gerrard Do you still oh. stand by that? Uh, I can't stand by that Because it, it has proved Not to be the case uh, I can stand by it in terms of a European record uh, He may yet win a European trophy I, I can't write them off entirely uh, But I, in terms of domestic football I have to go back to the stat He came into the job with a six point lead over Celtic He's now got a six point deficit 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals The cash pot is looking lovely after that this afternoon It's not all about the league table What about Golden Goals? Because today we made each goal worth £500, Hugh Instead of the normal 250 So it finished Rangers 1, Celtic 2 And even I can add up That means £1,500 into the pot To make a huge £22,200 and 50. But remember, that figure is only going to go one way There are at least 18 games left for both Celtic and Rangers to score in And if you want to win tens and tens of thousands of pounds You have to enter So text GOAL to 61025 That's G-O-A-L to 61025 I'm firing up the Nokia You're not allowed, oh. unfortunately It's £2 to text plus your standard message rate Over 18s only <laughs> You're certainly over 18 So you tick that <laughs> box Now the full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com And lines close 6pm Saturday The 21st of May Don't hang about Don't be that guy that misses out Because you forgot to send the text So for your chance to be the winner At the end of the season Text the goal to 61025 And more of your calls next It's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 0141 951 1025 Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL are here We're about to hear the thoughts of Ange Postacoglu Very interested to hear what his assessment of the game was And what his assessment of the title race was Because the majority of callers seem to think it's all over But not everyone I suppose there's been a few uh, glimmer of hope in there So let's see what you've got 01419511025 Alistair is a Rangers fan Are you giving up Alistair or not quite yet? Hi James, uh, first time callers and thanks very much for having me on Good to have you. Um, uh, Thank you, uh, first and foremost I'm a disgruntled bear But I'm an, I'm an optimistic bear I think that the league is, correct me if I'm wrong, it's not over You know, we've still got points to play for Absolutely disappointed the loss 2-1 But uh, I feel that we've still got a chance uh, I believe that, you know, the Europa League uh, is still, you know That, as far as I'm concerned is the kind of epitome of Rangers Football Club we should be playing in Europe that is where we should be you know competing and I, I really not that I don't care about today's result but I feel that you know if we win the Europa League we will be in the Champions League next year and I just want to find out what the panel slots are on that you know a lot of kind of Rangers fans are giving up and I feel that you know that's not that's not my mindset that's not the Bears mindset it's not the Bears' mindset, Hugh. No, well, uh, it depends on the the width of your vision. If you believe that a European trophy for the first time in half a century is a landmark, and it is, then that will console you today. Uh, after a poor performance and a good performance from Celtic, um, a lot is, of Rangers supporters. Not, sorry, Hugh, to interrupt. Is it not more about? The fact that that's still a big if Obviously winning the Europa oh, yeah. League would be incredible And Alistair's right And it would take them into the Champions League And those are the type of achievements you speak about For a long, long time There's still a bit of work to be done there you know, uh, Of course No uh, Rangers will win that yet uh, I, I would imagine that today's result Will take a while to get over But Rangers have to go to Portugal To play Braga on Thursday I think they'll get past Braga but I looked at uh, RB Leipzig yesterday Who went to Dortmund and scored four goals And before anyone mentions it I know that Rangers scored four goals in Dortmund However, domestic football That's a big result for Leipzig And they have been gathering momentum in the Bundesliga So, there is a long way to go However, if you're looking for consolation today And that's what Alistair is looking for 
then of course you have to be impressed by being this close to a European final, even if you might have to beat Barcelona to win the thing. Alistair's not giving up, Mark. He says it can still be won. Well, it's very difficult. You'd expect some Rangers fans to still keep a glimmer of hope. I think the majority, you know, will be realistic about the full situation. They'll see the points gap, they'll see the goal difference, but they'll also see the way that Celtic are playing. You know, it's there in black and white in front of you. So it's a far stretch. And you're right, Gordon, Europa League, Rangers fans must be ecstatic that they're at this stage of the competition just now. But it is a big if. You know, look, they've beat Dortmund, they've beat good teams, they've beat Red Star. So it's possible, but it's a big if. Hugh makes a good point. There are still good teams in that competition. I mean, you're right, Alistair, in terms of. Arithmetic of course it's possible Can you really see Rangers starting to Swing things in the other way Though we're talking about Is it a 12 point swing In Celtic's favour Since Giovanni Van Bronckhorst come in Celtic haven't dropped a lot of points How Talk me through it How do Rangers turn this around And win the league from here Well first and foremost We we win the return At at Parkhead Mm -hmm. The only way that we can do it is, Is to beat them there Obviously it was tough The last time we went there um, I think it's hard to say you're absolutely battered as the first you know, last time we were there but um, you know I, I feel that you know we might be kind of walking up the hill but um, Rangers still have a treble to win we still have a treble to win we can win the league if we win at Parkhead if we you know they drop points we can win the Europa League and we can win the Scottish Cup we're playing them in a Scottish Cup semi-final the Bears can still turn out prominent in this situation yeah, Alistair's obviously looking for positives today Europe is a positive uh, But I think that first and foremost You've got to concentrate on your, your, your own bread and butter The league for instance I disagree with Alistair I think the league is, is gone It's too far, too many points I think that you're looking at a team that's Celtic 71 goals, lost 19 You're looking for them to lose two games They've still got that point uh, advantage With the goal difference as well um, I just think that uh, coming up in two weeks' time is massive for Rangers because they can't allow Celtic to go and win a domestic treble, especially from where they started. Well, let's hear the thoughts then of the Celtic boss, Ange Postacoglu. Thank you to Alistair. Uh, the players, um, it was a proper derby. <laughs> you know, both teams were at it. We they obviously got off to a great start and. Yeah, the crowd was up for it so to come back from that and show the resilience we did and, and the football we played to get us you know back into the game and then get ahead and then the character in the second half to to defend as we did i thought um, yeah like i said i'm really proud three points closer mate you know so you know we just got to keep doing what we've been doing we're we're in this position for a reason and and, and the main reason is that uh, it's probably been the undervalued bit of this group of players, just the resilience they have. You know, after six games, we were we'd lost three, and we're still putting the team together. The league had started, so. But not at any stage did I make excuses, allowances for them. They they accepted the, the challenge ahead of them, and you know we've got to this point because of of you know what you saw today. Our football's been great, but there's a real abundance of character within the group. Worst possible start for Yang, yeah, we kind of knew they, you know, they'd come out fast. Um, you know, obviously after the last game and, and what was at stake today, them at home, um, we knew that they'd come at us. And yeah, I mean, they, they scored a good goal early on, and 
you know, then you're looking for the reaction, you know. What, what do you do about it? Still plenty of time, we knew that. Um, but like I said, this, this group of players um, just really believes in, in what we're trying to create here. And, uh, you know, I, I thought um, when we needed to, we, we found the football to, to get us back in the game. Um, Callum was just outstanding as a leader. Um, you know, his role in that first goal in particular was, was brilliant. And then, um, like I said, we didn't settle for that. You know, we, we went and got our second goal. Second half, we had to defend, um, but I thought we defended really well. You know, they threw a lot of balls in the box, but we showed real courage, put our bodies on the line. Joe made a couple of good saves, and then we had some good chances to, to kind of seal at the other end. So, um, as I said, it's not the start you want, but if you want to reveal character, you reveal it in, in the most difficult of circumstances, and that was that today, and I think you saw the character of this group. He used the word character four times. He used the word resilience twice. He said that they believe in what he is trying to create for Celtic. Ange Postacoglu said all the right things and was absolutely spot on with his assessment. And he kept a lid on expectation by saying, we are three points closer. He didn't say the league's won. He said they are three points closer. And that's the attitude he has to take because he mentioned that the first six league games played by Celtic involved three defeats. The last six games to be played by Celtic can win them the title. They're three points closer. That's the Celtic message tonight. I'm interested in that focus on character Mm. and resilience. And he says, you know, it's an understated part of the team, which I wonder if he's right in that because... This phone-in show and any other discussion about Celtic this season It's always been about the swashbuckling attacking football And the inverted full-backs and the press and the tempo and so on and so forth What about the character? What about the resilience? Yeah. To recover from a bad start to the league campaign That's the big picture And to recover from a bad start today yeah. you know, in, the, in the smaller picture Well, I, I think his big thing when he came in Was to get people to believe in his philosophy and his style And, and how he wants to... Approach games You know everything else Comes after that So he had to get the players To buy into him He, he said that on numerous occasions And they have You know even when I, I wasn't perfect Even when we stood here At the start of the season And we were questioning it Saying has he got this right I wonder how the players Are feeling I wonder if they still Believe in this system They did And fair play to them You know it's in days like this Where it all adds up And you can quite clearly see That they're all singing Off the same page here You, you don't get into this position If you've not got character In your team You can have a great team You can have a, a team That plays on the front foot At times You've got to show character I thought the character Of today At Ibrooks Was brilliant Especially You go to Rangers You lose a goal After two minutes The crowd The noise The atmosphere They were on the ropes For a couple of minutes And then all of a sudden Their captain brings them Right back into the game See the reason I think that the league's over, Gorna? I think the manager gives you that confidence. This is a guy that's in control of the situation. He's in control of his team. He's in control of his players. Everything about the club, he controls it. And he does it in the right way. And that's why I think there's no possibility that Celtic will throw this league away. Let's bring in Sean, who's a Celtic fan. You've heard from your manager there, Sean. What did you make of it today? Absolutely brilliant. Gordon... Dazzler, yeah, you, <clears throat> hi panel, first and foremost, how you doing panel? Hi, oh, good, thanks. Jerry, Jerry, welcome back. <laughs> thanks, Sean, thank you very much. <laughs> how you doing? That's John and Kilmarnock, by the way. <laughs> hi, listen, Dazzler, you've, you've actually just hit the nail right in the head. 
the, my, my point, <clears throat> I wanted to make a point, and uh, if you don't mind, a couple of wee observations, but my, my, my point is this big Ange, big Ange has come in and, he, and, he's, and he's taken this league by storm. He's played. He's played this league, and in my opinion, the Scottish media like a fiddle. Just as in, like he doesn't, he doesn't get drawn into certain narratives, all this kind of stuff. But um, I just want to congratulate the guy because he's come in, he's given us all belief. He's given us a per- performance a couple of months ago, the second of February. You thought, right, home advantage, no fans, great performance. But he's given us a performance today that tells me. The, your previous caller, Alistair. I'm sorry, mate. I think you're a level-headed guy, but we, we've got a manager who's coming in. He's, he's got no staff. He's, he's, he's done it all his own way. And you've got a manager that's come in with a six-point lead. And now you've got a six-point deficit with six games to go. He's up. You, no chance. Big hands. Big hands is the man. You take you take these things off as you go along, don't you, Hugh? You know, Sean's talking about the sort of transformation, the journey. So at first. It was almost like, oh yeah, good football there, six nils against St Mirren and Dundee. Ah, but can, can you know, can you do that yeah. against tougher teams? Can you blow Rangers away at any point? And they did. And ah, that's fine. But can you go over the line and win a trophy? The answer was yes. The uh-huh. cup, and then you know these different challenges will come along. Rangers haven't lost to Ibrox in a couple of years. Celtic haven't won there in even longer. Can you go there and win? Now there's that. Can you come from behind in the title race? Can you stay in front? So all of these questions that have been thrown so far. Yeah, but they have all been answered by Ange Postecoglou. Today represents Celtic's thirty-second consecutive domestic match without defeat. Thirty-two games without defeat in domestic football. So Ange is getting the message across. And when you talk about character and resilience, he mentioned character four times. Character was coming back from. 2-2 against uh, Dundee at Celtic Park and Giacomacus making it 3-2 character was going into time added on against uh, Dundee United at Celtic Park and Leela Bada making it uh, 2-1 character is going to Pataudry being 2 up and then 2-2 and coming back straight away and winning 3-2 so all the messages are getting across so far as domestic football is concerned and 32 Domestic games in a row without defeat speak volumes for the character, the resilience of the team. But remember the words of Ange Postacoglu, uh, whether it's Sean or anyone else, three points closer. He didn't say, the league's won, I'm off for a drink. He said, we're three points closer. Uh, Sean, do you take satisfaction from the nature of the win today as well? You know, you, you referenced the previous... Game at Celtic Park Blow Rangers away Very comfortable But today You know Having to maybe Dig in a bit And defend really well And, and clear your lines What did you make of that Side of Celtic? Who just said there Like It's like Poster Coglu's He feels like He's always got the more edge And what you said Is 100% right It is only three points But something about The performance Just something about That performance today I did We're quite resilient But I felt I don't think we were great today I don't think we caused Rangers Many problems But the most important thing Was we went to Ibrox After going to go down And we actually sh- We shut them down We don't I, There's something about this Guy in the way he talks And the way He, he sets his teams up That gives you Always gives you hope I think every Celtic fan Has bought into What this guy's trying to do Have to agree with that Thank you Sean David is in Paisley And he is coming up next 
after the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. The dust is beginning to settle on events at Ibrox, a game which saw Rangers take the lead, Celtic come back and win 2-1, and ultimately move six points clear at the top of the Scottish Premiership table. Let's bring in David, who's a Rangers fan from Paisley. What went wrong for you today, David? Um, first and foremost, I've got to question the manager. I was on here after the Motherwell game. She's made a call and I pointed out the stat to you about the fact that he took over when he was six points in front to being three behind. And I basically said at that time, that's actually removable material for a manager to take over that. If you go to your work and do as bad as that, you're probably going to end up out the door. So I'm not going to give up on anything, but at the moment, I listened to Hugh when he said um, he was an upgrade on Steven Gerrard and I chuckled then and I actually cringed when we appointed the guy. I never wanted the guy in the first place. I know Frank Lampard was in the running and I know it was very close and I know that basically we went for Van Bronckhurst purely on the fact that he was an ex-player and a lot of supporters were throwing their weight behind that. I think the man is out his depth. I think tactically he's inept. Um, if I could give you a couple of examples We got battered at Celtic Park Absolutely battered There's no doubt about that He then reverted to two defensive midfielders In Lundstrom and Jack And with the greatest of respect The two of them are slower than Milk Turnin. The two of them are slower than Milk Turnin. Now today Today There were poorer performers in the Rangers team But in the first half Ryan Jack and Lundstrom were causing us the most problems because they weren't shutting Celtic down when they were breaking out from the back. Um, we then move on to the two goals that we lost. Not one of you has mentioned our goalkeeper. Ah, we did, goal. no, we ah, did earlier on. Right. But I, I understand, David, not everyone can listen all afternoon, but it was mentioned. I'll stand corrected because I did bring up the goalkeeper after the Motherwell game as well and I said I didn't want to see him in a Rangers jersey again and I'll stand by that. Now, does he still make saves here and there? Absolutely he does. But I've calculated that today on the way home. He's cost us 12 points this season by mistakes in league games. 12 points. Today, he fumbles the first one, fumbles it, the second one, if you actually watch it again, I sit in the Copeland Road stand. The way, the way the ball was getting floated into the box. Mark Wilson will know what I'm talking about here. The way it's getting floated into the box, both sets of players are running with each other and they're basically actually trying to cancel each other out. McGregor's got two, three yards to really come off his line and take a clear ball there. And he just stands. And when the ball falls... Lundstrom hits it straight, straight to the Celtic player. You, you, you couldn't make it up. I think Alan McGregor's been a tremendous servant for Rangers, but I've had enough. He can't keep getting away with us. I mean, to be fair to David, he does acknowledge he still makes outstanding saves, and yeah. that's what makes this debate a very interesting one, because in this season alone, he has produced saves that are right up there with the best that he's ever produced, but he's maybe also making errors. Did he make errors today? Yeah, he did. Um, and one or two. Um, certainly with the Rogic goal, 
he has to do much better than and that. And do what parry it further out. Yeah. Um, it's just for a goalkeeper of his quality, and you know, David acknowledges he does have quality. But for a goalkeeper of his quality, it was a, a an unsatisfactory response to the shot, and Rogic stuck it away very nicely. Uh, we did mention the, the 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 fact that at Ibrox Rangers have dropped so many points, and Alan McGregor has to take his share of the blame. He's part of a conundrum. Here we have a team about to play Braga Last 8 European trophy First time in what 10-12 years uh, Who at the same time Look as if they are On the cusp Of losing their domestic title Now With regard to the manager If he wins a European trophy How on earth can he not remain as the manager Uh, But the, the, the games Coming up uh, are very important for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst starting with Braga on Thursday What about the goalie? Because we saw certainly saw two sides today and, yeah. and even the first one Let, let's be honest that, that's not howler category is it? It's could do better Should do better right. Yeah not, a, not an out and out I mean, he howler saves the shot, He but saves the shot far enough away and at the same yeah. time his defenders are on their heels and I don't not yeah, helping yeah I don't think Itati puts anywhere near enough power on it for him just to parry it right into Rogic's path so he should have pushed that further out it wasn't particularly in the corner either for the second one that David's talking about got to say that yeah the ball was in there an awful long time and you're asking a lot of your back line to back pedal and then get enough purchase on that ball to, to get it clear of the box so Balogun was always under pressure I don't think McGregor was ever going to come and catch that maybe he could have came and punched it but he's he's never been renowned for one to come and claim anything like that in his box he's more a short stopper so you can you can see both sides he, he made a save to keep Rangers in that game it should have been 3-1 it and should have been done it was. Dusted, yeah. he was very poor at the first goal uh, of that there's no doubt you expect better uh, he should do a lot better Mark's right he's not known to come and you know take high balls for me I think that I think the defence has got to do a bit better uh, I think they've got to control that situation Um I, Listen, everybody's got their opinion. I'm still a fan of McGregor. I still think he's the best at Ibrox just now. Um, he has come in for criticism, of course, uh, because if he makes a mistake, it's highlighted because of goalkeeper. But how many times, especially in Europe, have we stood in here and applauded him for save after save after save and kept Rangers probably in the European tournament at times? So I think the swings and roundabouts with McGregor. See, on the manager, David, now, fair play to you because you've... You've backed it up You've used certain examples Of times that you feel Tactically he's got it wrong But I wonder Can a manager be Tactically inept Easy for me to say And beat Borussia Dortmund Over two legs Then beat Red Star Over two legs And and look fairly comfortable In doing it Can he be tactically inept And do those things At the same time Absolutely Listen I'm talking about Domestically Forget about Europe No but that's the point It's not like he's going to Turn up and be Tactically inept uh, Tactically inept Why am I struggling so much (laughs) With that phrase um, you know, domestically, he's obviously got something in his locker on that department, no? No, let me explain. Domestically, the Motherwell game, you have a centre-back sitting on the bench and he decides to play one of the slowest midfielders at Ibrox and John Lundstrom as a centre-back. We're coasting the game 2-0 that day. Lundstrom gets casual and plays a stupid ball out to the left-hand side the Motherwell player intercepts it and runs by him as if he's not there. That's tactically inept when you've got a centre-back sitting on the bench. That's tactically inept. 
But that's my point, right? I, I, I wouldn't argue about that isolated incident. But what about the change to three five two against Dortmund that helps you win the league? Then that wouldn't be tactically inept, would it? And if you're inept, it means you you can never do it. You don't get it right. You're incapable of of these things. If you remember the call I said to you after the Motherwell game, I said when it went to two one. What? And I'll quote my words to you. Why didn't he revert back to the system against Dortmund when it went to two each? And go to a back three and bring on a centre back. That was my words. I said that on the programme. But what he did is he still left his wide open, and we ended up dropping points that day. So I'll stand by it tactically, and I don't think the manager has got it. If he wins as a European trophy, of course I'll be delighted the same as everybody else. But domestically, this season, this season was massive for us domestically in terms of finance, etc. Now the board, the board at Rangers Football Club are an absolute shambles at the moment. They are an absolute shambles with the way they're carrying on with regards media, etc. Whereas the manager does not get put under pressure because it's certain questions that's only getting delivered to him from Rangers-minded people. He should be absolutely getting crucified in front of the press just now of some of his decisions over the season and today. You've got, again, you've got Glenn Kamara, you've got Stephen Davis. I'm not being disrespectful here, but these two guys have got more ability in one leg each and Jack and Lundstrom put together. Absolutely more ability, and yet he never even ventured try to take one of them onto the park today. What, what an interesting name I'm glad David brought up. Stephen Davis... Uh, where, where is he? Is his, is he? Has he declined or has Giovanni van Bronckhorst wrongly identified a decline in him? I, that, that's a big... Uh, the surprise for me was Kamara not coming on for Aribo. I thought Aribo was terrible today. But I agree. I, I don't understand why Davis is not getting... Davis ran the middle of the park for Rangers. He was brilliant. He never... Seen a game like today... Getting the ball and keeping the ball on, he can keep the ball under pressure all day long for you because he's got that in his locker, he's experienced, and he's got great ability. But Van Bronckhorst seems to use him sparingly now. Um, I I think David makes a lot of good points about the manager. I think just now the European um, scene is basically taking a bit of pressure off him. But in two weeks' time, if Rangers pitch up at Hamden and lose the semi-final to Celtic, I'm sorry, they've got to be question marks asked about. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree with Daz as well. David does make good points. You know, although when you get to those latter stages of European competition, your bread and butter is still here. There are still alarm bells ringing with some Rangers fans like David about decisions in games, how they're set up. Um... And Daz is right The game in two weeks now Takes on a whole different Look for Van Bronckhurst And his managerial career Because if he loses a third In such a short space of time Then These are the games you're remembered for When you're at Celtic Rangers The games against each other If you lose three In the space of Three months Then You're under pressure We're all posing hypothetical questions here So I'll give you another one And uh, David on the line David you say he's not got it if he wins a European trophy, has he got it? You've got to, you've got to separate the two, Hugh. Europe, listen, let's not beat about the bush. Europe is a major, major bonus. And with the greatest respect, right, 
and I'm, I'll go under the previous manager as well. We have been punching above our weight in Europe. Yes, some of the performances have been good. Yes, we have had a lot of luck in the competition with VAR at important times in the games, etc. So, I've always been the opinion when I played as a young boy that you don't need to be a good team to win a cup. You can be a lucky team and win a cup. Do you, do you honestly think Rangers have been lucky in Europe, David? Because you mentioned VAR. I, I think every one of them has been the correct decision. You think Rangers have got past Dortmund and Braga and, and as you say, previous manager, all the big teams you face. Do you think they've been lucky? No, you're, you're taking my words out of context. What I said was, yes, there's been good performances. But in general, if you're asking me, sometimes, or most of the times in cup competitions, you can be lucky and win a cup competition. Look at St Johnston last year. They won two cups domestically. Look at them this season. So, you know, yes, we've had some good performances in Europe. Right? No denying that. But we've also had a bit of luck as well. And that's what you need in a cup competition. To win a league domestically, you need consistency. And we ain't got consistency under this manager. Okay, David, thank you very much. Mark is in Clyde Bank. Let's bring him in from the Celtic side of things, Mark. You'll be feeling a bit happier than David, I would imagine. Oh, brilliant. Honestly, man, absolutely ecstatic. But do you know the best thing about it is? I said to you, I've got pals, I've got ex-pals, well, pals that played with Celtic Bank today. And Mark, are you there, Mark Wilson? Yes. Yep. How you doing? How you doing there? My, my, my pal, Michael McLinch, used to play with Celtic Bank today. Oh, I aye, aye. Contact him. Yeah. Is he doing well he's now? Yeah. Boy, so he's it's my first ever roommate uh, at Celtic. Who? Michael McGlinchey. Yeah. What did you two talk about? Ah, oh, just football, just life, yeah. life and football. <laughs> Wilson and so McGlinchey. Uh, Wilson and McGlinchey doing the old fourth two man. Marvin St. Nervous, Marty boy. Um, I, what I was seeing the best thing about the day is I spoke to Michael and Michael helped me. And see, and in room for he was at Central Coast Manors. Am I correct? Yep. In Australia. Mm-hmm. And he said to us the other days, like, see, he's, he's out like he's on the football side of things, his team talks, everything, formation, strategies, they're brilliant. And all I can say is, from the moment he said that to me, like, I knew the other day when I spoke to him, he told me what was going to happen today. It was pure magical. It was a brilliant experience. From a Celtic and Major's point of view, it was absolutely fantastic. And I just like to say, the man is, he's brung a new life back into Celtic, basically. He took over when things were tough And the generosity he's gave to that club is phenomenal In this most divided of topics, Hugh Everybody's got an opinion on football But you, I don't think you'll find a Celtic fan Who's not all aboard the Ange Express at this point in time And not just about the results I think as Mark yeah. says They're all buying into everything, everything Whether it's the, yeah. the snippets of his team talk That you see on Celtic's season ticket campaign video Whether it's buying... Round neck, willy jumpers for Christmas Whatever it is they, they, they just like everything that he's doing Yeah, And he backs it up with results on the park The Celtic fans are entitled To think that the 3rd of April is Christmas Day And they can spend the rest of Christmas Day Celebrating like there's no tomorrow And worry about tomorrow when it comes However, the most important thing that Ange Postacoglu said today We are three points closer the Celtic fans have got to celebrate But the Celtic players and the Celtic manager Have got to understand that what they did today was outstanding 
What they've done in 32 domestic games undefeated is outstanding But Ange Postacoglu's words Three mm. points closer Yeah, that's all very interesting But I think what's more important Can you imagine sharing a room with him? Oh no, <laughs> I, I think that'd be an absolute nightmare You wouldn't struggle to get Nate, to sleep No one of the boy went to Australia <laughs> <laughs> Get as far away as possible oh, shit. <laughs> Do you snow? No, no He talks, that's oh. enough <laughs> uh, Mark, thanks for taking the time No problem though Good man, that was Mark in Clyde Bank We're going to speak to Thomas and Barhead He's up next The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Gordon Deal, and Mark Wilson are still here I was just thinking If we leave bang on 4 o'clock when this show finishes I think you could easily make it to Airdrie I'm going I'm To going see the Challenge Cup final Yeah you go Your support, former team Yeah support Wraith Rovers, team. Queen I'll, of the South A big game Gordon I fancy I fancy Wraith to win that Anyone believe him that he's going along I'm definitely going I'll take, a, I'll take a vote and send it to you If we leave here at 4 o'clock Mark Wilson could have me home by quarter past <laughs> and you'll be on the golf course by 4.45 4.45 tee off Easily, right, okay 01419511025 on the lines Thomas is a Rangers fan We've had a bit of a spread, Thomas It started off Rangers fans saying league is over We've now had a couple saying it's not done yet What's your take on it? Well, I'll give you a realistic concept The truth of the matter is The league is well and truly over And congratulations to Celtic Had it been a draw I don't think that would have been enough either I think we would have been struggling to come back Even from a draw um, but I feel the, where I feel the faults lie with Rangers, especially since the turn of the year, is Rangers' lack of game management. I feel there's three games have cost us a league this year, and that is today, obviously, um, Ross County and Muddle. And I would note that two of those games were at Ibrox, Muddle and Celtic today. On all three occasions, we went into the lead. Ross County and Celtic in particular, we couldn't hold the lead for any length of time before we allowed the other team in to equalise. Motherwell were 2-0 up at home. And as your previous caller said, we just took an eye off the ball. Lundstrom makes that lazy pass. Mother will get back into the game. And we can't even manage a 2-1 lead. Even at 2-1, we can still manage it to to fulfilment and get the victory. But we can't even do that. We allow the equaliser to come in. And that's where Rangers' big problem is. That, and which I've highlighted before, when I've been on a very suspect defence, which... Is it can be fragile, you know, it's it's more fragile than what it should be. But a big fault is game management, and I just don't know what the answer is to that. So it's a good point because quite often we are used to Celtic and Rangers are always going to come up against teams that make life difficult for them, and sometimes they can't find the breakthrough. You know, another team scores, and you just can't quite get yourself back on level terms, or you know, you're held to a frustrating nil nil. But Williams actually talking, uh, Thomas, sorry, he's talking about times when Rangers have been in front. And, and done well to get in front And then not hold it from there It's a different type of Disappointment isn't it Makes a fair point Because it didn't happen last season You know when they got in front It often ended in a zero At the at the end against them But this season it's been different There's been so many Errors You know uncharacteristic errors This season from Rangers In a defensive point of view That I must frustrate Every Rangers fan watching Because Thomas makes a good point In that they've been well ahead and in control in games Yet One switch off And they get punished And The more you make it You know they, they just catch up with you And that's been the case And that's why you get 
such a big swing in terms of points and you know there's just been one after the other even if you count McGregor today you could put that down as an error but those ones against Motherwell and Ross County of course are more glaring but it's just been a different look about Rangers this season compared to last season Is that a game management thing or something else? I think the manager's got to take responsibility Gordon We witnessed a game today that we've got to say uh, the pace of the game was you know incredible um, from both sides The closing down Especially first half Celtic used five substitutes This afternoon Now I'm not saying That you use all Rangers chasing the game Used to um, The the highlight for me This season was I've never seen A one-sided game At Ibrox When they played Motherwell The game should have been Out of sight By the first half Second half Completely different And doesn't change it I think the Rangers manager is coming in for a bit of criticism and I think he's got to take that because you've just mentioned the rec- his record since the turn of the season. 50% win 50% isn't going to win you the league title, Gordon. And you can you can sugarcoat it with the European performances, which nobody can deny has been very, very good. But the lad, I think it was David who makes a Your bread and butter is the league over the season. And since January, it's not been good enough for uh, Rangers fans. Thank you, Thomas. I want to squeeze one more in, so if you don't mind, we'll bring in William and just get his take on things before we disappear. Um, Because we are short on time, William, who were the players that impressed you for Celtic today? Throw some names at us. How you doing? Good afternoon, guys. Uh, Obviously, we're talking about character, and character's a big word, and we can can give the the forward players plaudits all season, but for me, a special... The special mention has got to go with Taylor, and he's got he's got absolute he's got absolute character and, and abundance. You know, he, he played really. I mean, a lot of people a lot of people say. I mean, Carter Vickers and the, the back four they're all solid, and when Beaton comes on, Rangers run out of ideas. You know, because I I just think that when when you look at guys like Jotter and Hatati, who maybe never turned up the day, they never they never get into the game. Uh, 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 in a real aspect, and maybe that's credit to Rangers. And I think I think the, the save from McGregor, the, the guy on earlier, the save from McGregor with, with a bad affair. McGregor should have got nowhere near that chance with, with a bad You know, he should have put that away. You know, so I think the Rangers fan was a wee bit harsh on McGregor earlier on. But to go back to Celtic, I think I think these guys like Taylor, they deserve the credit today, and obviously Hart. Hart and the goal as well. They all des- they're the guys that deserve credit today, and they show the different side today. And that's what Boss the is talking about. It's all part of his system. It's not all about the the fancy and the the, the attacking football. What we showed today was it was a different side, and that I think I think it, there's one thing I disagree with Boss the That was a six point of the day. That wasn't just three points. Yeah, what do you make of that, Hugh? You know, guys that maybe have been criticised previously and have had to show that they are worthy of their place in the Celtic team. Yeah. Greg Taylor, William mentions, Carl Starfelt would be another one. What do you make of the way they stood up to it today? Greg Taylor, too often the whipping boy for some Celtic supporters. He stood up to it very well. Carl Starfelt, I have been as critical of him as anybody else. He stood up to it and then some today. Carter Vickers stood up to it and scored a goal. For me, the afternoon was about mental solidity. Celtic Mental Fragility Rangers Rangers had a goal of a start Their ground The supporters 49,300 of them Rangers supporters And they failed 
It's a significant corner that has been turned by Celtic But I have to disagree with William It's not six points It's what Ange Postacoglu says mm. It's three points And the fans can go away and have a party And celebrate as they are entitled to do But Ange Postacoglu has to stand by what he believes And what he believes is It's three points closer They didn't win six And the league's not over yet So Celtic have to maintain their run See both and they sides of it though It's called six You know they call it a six pointer for a reason Because you get three in the same day That you deny your opponents the chance to, to get any So Look, I don't want to split hairs here Obviously it is three points But you can see where William's coming from That's, that's not the same as beating Motherwell 3-0 Or Ross the, County the only way I dress, uh, Getting three points against Motherwell or Ross County Sorry The only way I can dress up three points or six points is rubber stamp the title for Celtic today In my opinion, Gordon I would be amazed if I'm standing here And being proved wrong at the end of the season I can't see anything else but a Celtic victory now for the title Well, what a day it was Is Gordon DL right? We'll find out in the next few weeks Because Celtic are Six points clear after beating Rangers 2-1 at Ibrox Aaron Ramsey put Rangers in front Tom Rogic equalised soon after And Cameron Carter-Vickers sealed the victory for Celtic And Ange Postacoglu And as we said that league table is looking good If you're from the green half of Glasgow Maybe not all over yet if you're an optimistic Rangers fan But a lot of work to be done And that might just be an understatement The dust is beginning to settle But the post-mortem will go on all week I would imagine So make sure you join us tomorrow night Hugh Keevans and Andy Halliday I'm interested to hear What he made of it We're back at 6 o'clock tomorrow With those guys And here's the transition That you've never heard before you ever gone from Hugh Keevans To Fleur East? Well now you can She's up next with the UK Chart Show <laughs>